What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Upper Room Devotional. I do not have Justin with me. I have Brennick. What's up, man? Howdy. How's it going? Good, dude. Thank you for filling in. Yeah. Justin's doing some pastor things. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, but we're going to continue into the parables. Brennick has one for us that he picked out. So, uh, I'll let you take it away, man. Sounds good. Yep. So, we'll be uh, going over a parable on Matthew 18, verses 21 through 35. It's a parable on forgiveness. And so, we're starting in verse 21. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you, up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wishes to settle accounts with his slaves. When he had begun to settle them, one who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. But he did not have the means to repay His Lord commanded him to be sold, along with his wife and children and all that he had, and repayment to be made. So the slave fell to the ground and prostrated himself before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you everything. And the Lord of of that slave felt compassion and released him and forgave the debt. But the slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And he seized him and began to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe. So his fellow slave fell to the ground and began to plead with him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you. But he was unwilling and went and threw him in prison until he should pay back what was owed. So when his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved and came and reported to their Lord all that had happened. Then summoning him, his Lord said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not also have mercy on your fellow slave in the same way that I had mercy on you? And his Lord moved with anger, handed him over to the torturers until he should repay all that was owed to him. My heavenly Father will also will also do the same to you, if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. So it's kind of a lengthy one. Huh? Yeah, it 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 is a long <laughs> one. So, but um, I think it's a really good one. Yeah, I think there's a ton in there um, about forgiveness. I mean, that's what the parables parable is about. And so, some of the things that kind of mainly like stood out to me about this passage is um, it comes when um, one of his disciples asking like, "How much should I forgive?" And uh, if I remember correctly, like the Standing at the time was like, you should forgive roughly three times. Beyond that, you don't really have a calling to do that. And so he was trying to even up it and saying like seven. And then Jesus is like, no, not seven. Seventy times seven, yeah. which is just a way of saying like, just forgive no matter what. You never stop forgiving people. Yeah, just don't stop forgiving. Yeah. And so um, he gives the example of um, a ruler and um, a slave who owes him 10,000 talents. And uh, a talent is a lot, <laughs> like a lot of money. Um I was going through the Old Testament, and when Solomon was getting money, they would be in like terms of like a hundred talents at a time. Oh, jeez! And so, um, for someone to owe someone ten thousand talents is an incredible sum Impossible of money. Impossible debt. Yeah. Yeah, like you're screwed. Like, I mean, it was literally he was going to sell his, his whole family um, so that he could repay him, <laughs> um, and even that probably wouldn't cover it. Probably just so that he would just get rid of him, which is wild. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, when the servant begged, um, his master forgave him. And um, the thing there is that uh, he then didn't forgive his other brother, who was also a slave with him, who owed him a significantly less sum of money and um, threw him in prison because of it. And the thing that kind of strikes me about that is I think that we often come into that relationship with God where we get saved. We thank God for all of our, like our salvation, the forgiveness he's given us, that he doesn't hold our trespasses against us anymore. But then we'll have someone do something against us that hurts us, and then we never forgive them. Right. You know, it's like someone hurts you, and you're like, well, can never talk to them again. Um, 
they hurt me and now they're just a terrible person and I'm never going to yeah. let that go. I used to call it blacklisting people. Yeah. Especially when I worked in the kitchen with uh, oh, you yeah. know, Justin back in the day. Because yeah. people would just piss me off, yeah. man. I'm like, I'm never <laughs> talking to this dude again. Oh, yeah. I'm never going to look at him again. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But I do like this image yeah. that God, Jesus yeah. is using for God the Father, right? Yeah. Of mm-hmm. you have an impossible debt to owe to mm-hmm. Christ because you yeah. are not as holy. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The debt that we have from sinning is insurmountable. There's no way we can actually ever pay that back. Exactly. And, you know. But what he is saying, though, is yeah. do unto others what I've done to you for yeah. you, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it falls into that like mindset of being conformed to the like image of Christ and being conformed into like the mindset and renewing your mind Yeah. because the world would want us to pursue like getting vengeance on those people. Like when someone wrongs you, you got to get even mm-hmm. and um, you need to have that justice given to them. And I think a lot of times we're justice seekers for everyone but ourselves. Right. We want everyone to forgive us, but we want justice for everyone else. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that can be a very difficult heart in there. And, um, you know, scripture and other places, it talks about unforgiveness being something that um, the Lord will forgive you as you forgive others. Right. And um, so when we're not forgiving other people, God's not going to forgive us for what we did. Because mm-hmm. if we're not willing to forgive someone for something that's so minor, um, totally like nothing compared to what we've done against him, why on earth would he want to forgive us? Yeah. And um, one thing that I also noticed about the passage is that um, the punishment for the um, first servant who um, owed his master 10,000 talents originally was just to be sold, mm. meaning he would just be transferred to someone else. His wife would be transferred, his family, all of his possessions would be gone. So he'd just be going somewhere else, likely to be a slave to someone else. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but upon mistreating his other brother, um, and throwing him in prison, when he came back to his master, the punishment was then to be sent to torturers until he paid everything back. Which is a much worse punishment than he yes. had originally. <laughs> exactly. And so I think in the same way, it's like if we're claiming to be followers of Christ, yet we're still not forgiving anyone else for what they do and punishing them for what they've done instead of giving grace to them. I think that's going to come back on us stronger from God of saying like, look at what I've done for you. And how come you can't even do something far less for someone else? Mm-hmm. Nice. And so instead, like, you're screwed almost. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, yeah, that was just kind of some of the main stuff that, like. Um, no, that's great. That's yeah. a great word. And oh, I hope, yeah. uh, you know, people take that to heart today. So thank oh, yeah. you, Brennick, for being yeah. here. Of course. Awesome. Yep. All right, guys. We'll t- t- catch you next time.